ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த ஃப்யூரி ஆஃப் அ கிங் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஃபிஃப்டி ஒன் பென்ட் அபவுட் த பாண்டியா கிங் கூடகாரத்து துஞ்சிய மாறன் வழுதி பை த போயட் ஐயூர் முடவனார் செட் இன் த கேட்டகரி ஆஃப் வாகைத்தினை ஆ கிங்ஸ் விக்ட்ரி த வேர்ஸ் ஸ்பீக்ஸ் அபவுட் த ஸ்டேட் ஆஃப் தோஸ் ஹூ அப்போஸ் திஸ் பாண்டியா கிங் நீர் மிகின் சிறையும் இல்லை தீ மிகின் மண்ணுயிர் நிலற்றும் நிழலும் இல்லை வழி மிகின் வழியும் இல்லை ஒளிமிக்கு அவற்று ஓர் அண்ண சினப்போர் வழுதி தன் தமிழ் பொது என பொறா அன் போர் எதிர்ந்து கொண்டி வேண்டுவன் ஆயின் கொள்க என கொடுத்த மன்னர் நடுக்கு அற்றனரே அழியோரே அழியர் அவன் அழி இழந்தோரே நுண்பல சிதலை அரிது முயன்று எடுத்த செம்புற்று இயல் போல ஒருபகல் வாழ்க்கைக்கு உளமருவோரே After the long reign of Cholas and Cheras in Puranaanuru, we turn to the Pandya dynasty in this poem about Maran Varudhi. The poet's words can be translated as follows. If water were to flood over, there can be no dam that can drain it in. If fire were to blaze beyond bounds, there can be no shade that protects lives on earth. If the wind were to become fierce, there can be no strength to face it. with radiance brimming over akin to all these elements when raging varudhi of many battles refuses to accept that cool tamil land belongs to all and decides to oppose them and demands tributes from them if king say have it and render what he seeks they need not tremble but pitiable indeed are those who have lost his grace for akin to the many tiny termites that raise their red mounds with great hardship they would flutter about living only a life of a single day let's delve into the nuances of this verse the poet starts by listing the basic elements and their uncontrollable rage first it's water which people in tamil nadu have first hand experience of at the moment with the northeast monsoon showering upon the land specifically here the poet zooms on how when water swells there is no force that can imprison it likewise when fire starts to spread with great speed living beings would be left with no shade to rest upon and so too when the winds blow in great gusts there is no one who can fend that off with their strength coming to the situation at hand the poet points out how like these enraged elements the king too would rise up refusing to concede that the land of the tamils belongs to other kings and demands that they pay tributes to him at this juncture when these other kings decide it's better to do as this chap asks and go to him and say here you go whatever you demanded of us has been rendered unto you then there is nothing for them to worry about any more however if the same kings decide to oppose him then their life would amount to nothing more than the life of winged termites that raise many great mounds but then fall and perish within a day the poet concludes 
The last graphic simile about winged termites is to subtly bring to fore that no matter their soaring red forts of defence, these opposing kings stand not a chance against the fearsome Varudhi. In this image of winged termites that live but for a day, I found a metaphor for the nature of our lives. Although the poet here seems to warn those other kings with this message, tangentially it should make us reflect on the fights we choose to take upon in this fleeting life and decide what's worth and what's not in the frame of things. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and Journey with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.